0: what's going on bears fans i swear we were just right here legitly like 10 minutes ago wrapping up our discussion on james daniels and i was get deep into work trying to get that podcast already published and the bears traded up like we thought may, it, may it have may have happened well it did and the pick is already in so we're a little behind here I had to reset some things up but i'm going to let you know who the pick is the bears are trading wide receiver anthony miller from memphis someone who i know our writer steve letizia was very high on as well but Guys, this is legitly analyzing on the fly. I was not anticipating to be back live on air, and here we are. Wide receiver, second round. Obviously, they're still trying to fill the hole for Cameron Meredith. Not an edge rusher, though, but Nick, I want to go to you. Thoughts, Anthony Miller. Let's go.
1: Yeah, this is a guy I think uh, is capable of running every route in the route tree. can definitely get open. was very productive at uh, Memphis. So, I mean, it was obviously a pick that needed uh, a Position that need to be addressed, especially with Cameron Meredith not being there. Can't really rely on Kevin White to be a focal point. But now, yeah, this is on the fly. We are doing this. I was actually just tweeting about James Daniels. I didn't even get the tweet out because we're looking at the TV. The pick is in, and that's the Chicago Bears. But, yeah, this is exciting. Anthony Miller is going to be a Chicago Bear. Anthony Miller, wide receiver out of
0: Memphis. I'm trying to pull up his measurables right now. He is 5'11", 201. He was a senior this past year. Uh, If if you want to know his hands were 10 and five 8 inches, if that matters to you. But that's <laughs> legitimately what I have right now in front of me. I'm working on it. But Brandon, wide receiver right now. How do you feel?
2: Uh, I feel pretty good. I mean, this is another need that was was filled. Oh, and they got uh, Charles Tillman up there, I think, that's about ready to announce the pick. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Um, but no, I, this was a need that I think uh, the Bears definitely need to fill. Like you said, after Cam Meredith left, they signed Benny Fowler, but that's not really a guy that you can, uh, I think, rely on long term. Anthony Miller's a guy who's really been climbing up draft boards uh lately here obviously up into round two because uh I didn't think he'd make it into round two. Uh but here he is climbing on draft boards and apparently this was a guy that the Bears really liked.
0: I mean, of course, they must have really liked him. I just saw, obviously, uh, at <laughs> least according to rap sheet last night, the bears were trying to trade up to get Calvin Ridley. So apparently there's, oh. they're still being highly aggressive attacking this wide receiver position. So here we go. We have Taylor Gabriel, Alan Robinson, and how you're looking at uh, Anthony Miller. Anthony is his first name. I believe I'm again, ooh, I'm trying to figure this out as we go, but so seriously. I'm very excited about this pick. I'm gonna look a little bit more into what his strengths, his weaknesses are. I read a little bit up on him. I know he's a good fit. he's fast, he can play, he's a good route runner, like Nick you mentioned early on. But
1: Nick, I'm gonna just take it over Yeah. Um, so I looked up his pro day to see because on NFL.com they don't have what he ran at the 40 and all those measurables. As pro day he recorded a 39 inch vertical and a 40 yard dash time between a four, four, six and a four five two. Um, obviously, you know that. Good times for definitely a wide receiver. And just watching these highlights, uh, this guy can make some incredible catches. There was a ball that was literally maybe two inches off the ground, and he caught it with one hand, right hand. Um, I think uh, also just watching the TV there, uh, I think he has all the records at Memphis right now for receiving stats. So it's a guy that can get open, uh, had some good measurables at the his pro day, very athletic. Uh, and again, if he's, like I said, he's a good route runner, should fit perfectly in Matt Nagy's offense. will give Mitch Trubisky another weapon to throw to. Uh, Yeah, so that's interesting, though, that they wanted to move up to get Calvin Ridley. So they definitely were looking to address that position and felt comfortable with Cameron Meredith leaving. But now they get Anthony Miller, which is a pretty good asset to this team.
0: Yeah, he really is. And when I'm looking real quick at his PFF scouting report, uh something that immediately kind of stand out, he ranked fifth in the nation with uh, 3.47 yards per route run, sixth in the nation with 12 receptions of 20-plus yards last year. And on top of that, they say here he has the speed to run by defenders when given the free release. So this is yet another deep threat option here for the Bears in this new look offense. And just a highly productive player. In his last two years combined, he had 32 Touchdowns. So put that in perspective. He is a point monster.
2: Brandon, over to you. What do you got? Yeah, not just to add to the touchdowns, but the receiving yards. He had 1,400, more than 1,400 yards receiving the last two seasons as well. And he had nine.
3: Finally, a bed that senses snoring and automatically responds. Meet the Ergo Smart Base from Tempur-Pedic, our first system that detects snoring, then automatically adjusts by raising the bed. Get your best sleep all night, Every night for a limited time, save up to $500 on select adjustable mattress sets and experience the deep, undisturbed sleep of Tempur-Pedic. Get full offer details at TempurPedic.com.
2: Ninety-five receptions in 2016 and 96 receptions in 2017. So when you say production monster, uh, that tells me that he was a big part of this Memphis offense. It tells me the defense really his really had to know about it. And the fact that he could still go out there and beat them, that's a credit to coaching, but that's also a credit to him. Because, like Nick said, watching the TV, watching some of his highlights, he's getting some of those 50 50 balls, which is great to see. Because uh, that's a guy that, uh, or that's something that's needed, obviously, with every receiver is to be able to go and get the ball and do it aggressively. So I think Anthony Miller here is a, a wise choice that we could uh, fit in the slot somewhere. And Brandon
1: to uh, add to your point about those 50-50 balls Anthony Miller according to Pro Football Fantasy fantasy football uh Anthony Miller was tied for the nation uh lead with six touchdown contet- six touchdown catches in contested situations last season so to just reinforce your point about him being able to go get that jump ball well he was tied in the nation for that and it shows in his film. So, I mean, obviously, this is raw. We're we're, di- we're diagnosing this on the fly, and we're trying to figure out who exactly this Anthony Miller is. But a guy very productive. He posted back to back fourteen thousand yards se- or one thousand four hundred yard seasons. That's incredible and in terms of defenses having a game plan for him. Clearly, they couldn't do that even with tape on him. So that's impressive in itself.
0: Yeah, and I'm just, I'm t- we'll go keep, ahead.
2: You go oh, ahead. I'm sorry, just to keep adding to the the fifty fifty. Uh balls going up for him uh, that's one of his strengths is body adjustment ball tracking uh, just to be able to, the ability to go find it and be able to work past the defenders so obviously uh, I think he's going to win those chances on the 50 50s and uh just
1: to just to say what the Bears gave up to get him uh Dan Durkin uh said that they gave up the a fourth this year and second next year to move up to get Anthony Miller. Does that change your aspect on moving up uh, to go get him? No? Nope. Nope, not at all. Nope. I said it right. I, what, 20 minutes ago on the other podcast that Pace has the capital to go ahead and
0: trade up, and if there's another guy that he can trade up and get, and that he is convinced is the next piece on either offense or defense to go ahead and do it. And I think he did. This is now the third piece in a row where I think he's an instant plug and play player. When you're looking at Anthony Miller, of course the bears aren't going to have a, you know, with him, uh, Taylor Gabriel and Allen Robinson, they now have three very quality wide receivers that they can use all over the field. And I just saw from Dan Durkin as well that Memphis, they had a very RPO heavy offense. And that's kind of um, where Miller showed his, and I'm quoting Dan Durkin here. I don't want to take his words without crediting him, but he said Miller showed excellent open field vision and suddenness to take the short throws and turn turn them into explosive plays, which is absolutely correct here. When I'm looking at the PFF scouting report throughout his three years in college, he had almost 1700 yards after the catch. That is insane. He had 700 alone last year, 538 in 2016, and about 400 in 2015. So again, he's a guy who can not only take the deep balls, but he's someone who can take those short underneath routes and turn them into big games. So while you guys are kind of figuring out who Anthony Miller is, I found the report that we have on our website for Anthony Miller uh, from our Steve Atizia, who I trust Steve with any of his analysis. He's someone who he's worked for PFF all of last year, watching hundreds of hours of college games. And when I'm looking here, I'm just going to read for Batum when he played. It was only a couple paragraphs. And I think it's things that we should definitely mention here on the show. So this is what we had from Steve Letizia in his, one of his mock drafts that published just a couple of weeks ago. Of course, he mentioned he wasn't expecting drafting receiver this high, uh, but then the whole uh, Cameron Meredith situation kind of changed that. Uh, He said that Miller was super productive in college with all the stats that Brendan already mentioned, and if he had a better quarterback throwing the ball, he would have even been better. And again, with uh, Trey Burton. Oh, don't forget about Trey Burton. Oh, gosh, I'm getting excited. But no, it it (laughs) kind of feels like he said it feels like a luxury pick. Um, Again, this is in a mock draft. This isn't right now. Um, But right now, it's just a season where we're getting pass catcher after pass catcher after pass catcher. And after last season where we had zero, this feels great. It really does. But this is what gets me excited. Uh, Steve said Miller fits Nagy's scheme to a T. He's an incredible route runner. He's more physical than you expect for a guy his size. He's an ideal slot receiver who can work underneath routes, but also run past you when you're least expecting it. While he will be at his best from the slot, he should be able to line up outside from time to time as well. This pick would potentially give the Bears a top 10 receiving corpse in the NFL, a far cry from where they were a year ago.
1: Do you guys agree with that, Nick? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, this is... uh... Uh, a very exciting player. And I'm just learning. I'm reading some interesting articles. Once we get to that aspect of uh the show, just talking about his personal life, I can definitely uh share that with you guys. But yeah, this is an exciting pick because now that you think about it, and you you, you just mentioned Trey Burton, a, another guy that I we obviously we won't forget about, but is another guy in the scheme of things for this Bears offense. Mr. Bisky has a bunch of weapons now. This is exciting. It's not gonna be okay. One guy's covered up. Oh, let me go to Anthony Miller. Oh, wait, he's covered up. Trey Burden. So Taylor Gabriel, that is exciting in itself to have another playmaking wide wide receiver that, I, again, ran those RPOs at Memphis. That's a huge uh, plus side to him being able to contribute early in this offense.
0: Mm-hmm. What about you, B? Do you have anything you can add real quick? I'm trying to catch up on a scouting report.
2: Yeah, uh, just to really add to all the hype to the offense, this is something that I think is really, really going to boost uh, your excitement level. Uh, I found a letter that he wrote to NFL GMs on the playerstribune.com. And he's talking about how he thinks he's the best receiver in the draft because and then he mentions his stats line and that he's able to produce. And he's able to produce because of his love of the game of football. Uh, it's just crazy. He didn't get a D1 scholarship at all. He walked on at Memphis and then was able to essentially dominate out there, obviously. And there's one game that he mentions uh, against Old Miss where he goes, it wasn't at that point that I knew, you know, I wasn't telling myself that I was that good. I could obviously see that I was that good. And Obviously, from that point, he's able to dominate. It's just his love and passion for football in this letter uh, to NFL GMs on uh, the Players' Tribune. It just really gets me excited because that's a guy that we want in this offense is a guy who wants to go play football and wants to learn learn all the details of this offense because that's what Matt Nagy's offense is, is very detailed. He stressed that multiple times. So I think that uh, not just uh, his athleticism – well, he even says in here that he's not exactly the most athletic – Uh, But he's he's smart. Uh, He wants to play football. And that's exactly, I think, what Matt Nagy needs in this offense is a guy who loves football so much. He's going to pay attention to the details. And I think they got one of those guys in the classroom. It's going to translate onto the field in Anthony Miller.
0: I've heard that there's multiple scouting reports out there that compare him to an Antonio Brown. And if that does not make your heart race just a little (laughs) bit more with an Allen Robinson, a Trey Burton, a Taylor Gabriel and a potential Antonio Brown type player. Oh, my gosh. Uh, this is exciting stuff. It's an exciting time to go ahead and be a Bears fan. And looking at the PFF scouting report, a couple stats I want to throw your way that I think will uh, take that excitement level up just another notch. Uh, he led the nation with 288 yards on screen passes. So that's exciting, of course. And then uh, one of my favorite words, and I haven't used it in a while, but it's nifty. And here they call him nifty after the catch. He forced 19 missed tackles on his 96 catches last season, and he forced an impressive 18 misses and only 47 catches in 2015. So he's someone, he's a hard dude to take down. And when he has the ball in his hands, he's not going down. He's fighting for extra yards. Then I'm going to cheer for him just a little bit louder because those are the type of football players that I like to see here in Chicago. Someone who's always fighting to go the extra mile. And I think uh, Trubisky and company are going to enjoy that as well. Nick, I'm going to go over to you. What's going on, man?
1: Yeah, I'm just looking up some of his uh, game stats. He had against UConn, it, the score was 70 to 31, just to uh, put into perspective <laughs> what was going on in this game. But this Miller had 15 receptions for 224 yards, 14.9 uh, average, a long of 40, and four touchdowns. And I mean, that's one of his best games, obviously. Then against UCF, 14 receptions, 195 yards, three touchdowns. I mean, obviously. It, clearly Memphis can light it up and I mean, clear uh, according to his stats, but that's how that's insane. I mean, obviously we talked about him being able to produce after the catch. I want to, I'm actually going to pull up these highlights right now, see if I can watch what he was able to do, but you see those numbers, man, is that productive? I don't Obviously that would be insane if you could do that at the NFL level. Obviously we'd love to see that, but just those numbers itself speak to the kind of uh, player that he can be.
0: Yeah, and the one knock I've seen on him, which is something that, I again, uh, I mentioned it with Raquan Smith. I mentioned it with James Daniels. All of these weaknesses can definitely be corrected with coaching. And all these Bears players that they've picked so far, Smith, Daniels, and now Miller, their weaknesses are so small. It's exciting. They don't have any... This is a huge thing they need to work on in order to become a legitimate NFL player. It's in order for them to become a great NFL player, they must fix this. And that's what gets me excited. But the one thing is his inconsistency with catching the football. He did rank 128th in the nation with a 8% drop rate. I'm trying to find the exact stat here. Um, but it was, yeah, there we go. He dropped 21 balls of his 212 catchable targets in the past two years, which, you know, again, 21 out of 212 doesn't seem like a lot, but it really is. And that's something where, of course, just go hit the jugs, just a little bit harder, uh, work with Mike Fury, And I'm sure things will be a-okay. I'm not really worried about that at
2: all. What up? Yeah, just to add to that, uh, a lot of these, uh, reports that I'm reading about the drops, they're saying that, you know, when he adjusts his body to make some of these catches that you see in his highlight reel, it's, It's not necessarily that he's a bad catcher. They're just concentration drops. Uh, So that's something that he's definitely just going to have to work on. It's not even necessarily that he needs to work on just catching the ball. It's just keeping focus throughout the entirety of the play and taking it one step at a time, catching the ball, then making the move. Right, right. Nick, find anything?
1: I'm still just kind of watching his highlights to see what kind of uh, routes he's running, the preciseness of them.
3: Finally, a bed that senses snoring and automatically responds. Meet the Ergo Smart Base from Tempur-Pedic. Our first system that detects snoring, then automatically adjusts by raising the bed. Get your best sleep all night, every night. For a limited time, save up to $500 on select adjustable mattress sets and experience the deep, undisturbed sleep of Tempur-Pedic. Get full offer details at TempurPedic.com
1: just what he's able to do after the catch. And once he gets the, balls in, the ball in his hands, he's explosive, just making guys miss right now. So it's, it's really interesting to watch. But um, I don't, it's very, it, it would be premature for me because I haven't watched enough of Anthony Miller to say Antonio Brown are in that comparison. But I could see some of the routes that he's running and what he's set, how he's setting up guys. You could see that. Obviously, Antonio Brown, arguably the best wide receiver in the NFL. But I could see a little bit, a little bit of him in his game right now. And that's exciting because if, you know, we get even half the player of Antonio Brown, you're getting a very good receiver. Yeah, you really are. And I just saw here
0: a few things. He was a walk on who kind of had to work his way up. And we've talked about that in the past, how much I really like, and I know you guys do as well, those kind of players who. That's why he plays with a chip on his shoulder because he's someone who he didn't get an offer coming out of high school. He went to Memphis and he still lit it up. He's someone who takes the most of his opportunities and here in Chicago, I expect him to do the same. And I, and I'm reading an article right now on draft wire and it says meet Anthony Miller, the walk on who rewrote the Memphis record books. That's the kind of player that I'm excited to have here in Chicago. I'm going to read a little bit more about it, but B I want to hand it over to you.
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm scrolling through an, uh, an SB nation article right now. That's uh, talks about him having the it factor. Uh, And I haven't quite got through all of it yet. But one thing that I I listen to con coward a lot, he says, you know, when guys just have that it factor, uh, that's what separates the guys who are, are good. And those who are going to be great. And if people are saying that he has that it factor and they're comparing him, you know, possibly to Antonio Brown, then I would say that he definitely has that it factor. And if, since he was a walk on has that chip on his shoulder, he's has that mentality of, he is going to outwork. Everyone has this great, strong passion for football uh, this really sounds like the kind of guy that I I think that Ryan Pace definitely hits on as a guy to have in the locker room.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm reading here. I want to share a quote from him. I like this a lot. You know, they talk about uh, they ask him, like, what do you feel about uh, scouts? Maybe saying you're a little undersized He's like, you know, they can call me undersized if they want to. But I make plays at the end of the day. I think a lot of scouts may overlook that. Even when they look at guys coming out of high school, they may look at just their size and speed. But do they look at ability? Are they capable of making plays? There's a lot of guys my size who are very explosive and capable of making plays, a big place for their team. They get overlooked because they're about to get three inches off, you know, and I really don't like that. And I hope these scouts don't overlook me because of that. Uh, and maybe making a huge mistake. So for me, of course, he has that chip on his shoulder. He's someone who reading here, he's someone, he says he would prefer to play in the slot in the NFL. He thinks that's where he's best a little bit more space. Uh, someone, he says he has a two way, uh, two way go. So someone who can definitely take advantage of just a little extra cushion. They would have uh, playing in the slot. Um, Nick, you've been watching the highlights. What do you got?
1: I mean, still, I mean, it's it's just impressive what he's able to do right now. And I guess uh, this is against UConn, not the best football team, but there is a concern that I saw on NFL.com, and I just saw it on this in this game after the catch. Um, there is concerns about him securing the football. I guess trying to make that move, trying to get those extra yards. Little loose with that, obviously with the correct coaching that can definitely be uh addressed. See, that's not a, with these with these uh weaknesses that we've seen for the players at the Bears of Draft, they've been very small and not the biggest concerns for these guys. Like that that can be coached up and fixed, just you know, tighter control. Just when you're running, just don't swing the ball out too much. I mean, obviously, that's not a huge concern for me, but I just want to point that out. That was one of his weaknesses, and I did see that in this game. But, again, something that could be addressed, something that could be coached up. But still, he's able to run these routes precise on a dime, cutting on a dime. So I I love route running. I love guys that are able to find the window in the defense, make a guy do a wheel turn, just make him look nasty, going the opposite way. He definitely is capable of doing that. I still
2: find a a weakness real quick that can't necessarily be fixed in coaching, Uh, and I don't know necessarily that it's a a long-standing weakness, uh, but he did not uh, do much on-field stuff at the NFL Combine because he was recovering from a foot injury, so that's just something to keep in the back of your mind if that's something that lingers, Uh, but he was still able to run a 4.48 in the 40, and he had a 39-inch vertical at his pro day at Memphis.
0: Yeah, I heard he blew uh, when I was scrolling through real fast. I saw that he blew his pro day out of the water, which is very exciting. I'm sure that foot, no big deal. There's no way you trade up for a guy and you're worried about his foot. I mean, we let right. Cameron Meredith walk because of a knee. They are not going to bring in another guy with a injury concern, uh, at least one that should be big. Yeah. So, guys, I found a fun stat here and I want to share. There's In Memphis, only two wide receivers have ever had a 1,000-yard single season in their entire school history. One of them is Anthony Miller, the new Chicago Bear. The other one, and this name is going to get you excited, Isaac Bruce. Bruce. Oh, Isaac Bruce! Yes, Ooh, another yes. great route running. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, and uh, and so here at Memphis, Miller, he had uh, he finished with records in career, single season, and single game records for catches, yard receiving, and touchdown reception. So he's someone who's legitly, like I said right about five minutes ago, rewrote the Memphis record books. But he's someone who he was the NCAA consensus All American twenty seventeen. Uh, He was the first non-specialist to win that honor at Memphis, by the way. He was named the first-team All-America honoree by the AFCA and the Associated Press, and the second-team honoree by the FWAA and Sports Illustrated. He was a finalist for a few awards as well. But guys, we're getting a guy who, uh, in many instances I saw, could have snuck into the first round as well. So it's almost like the Bears have three picks now that could have been potential first-round players. But he was also, I want to mention here, he was the first player in history with over 3,000 career receiving yards in Memphis. And he had almost 3,600 at that. So, again, just blowing records out of the water here. And he didn't even have a great quarterback play to help him out. So just imagine what he can do with Trubisky. Imagine what he can do in this system that Coach Negge is implementing that makes the most out of every opportunity and gets the most out of his players. It's really exciting to see uh, this offense kind of come together since, you know, Agency began all the way to now. I think this piece, as much as we loved Cameron Meredith and we were upset to see him go, it feels like an upgrade, guys. It's starting to feel yeah. like an upgrade. And all right, and Pace We Trust, we talk about that, you know, all off and on all the time. But, guys, How does he fit? We talked about Taylor Gabriel. We talked about on Robinson. We now have Anthony Miller and we talked and Nagy's talked about how no one's going to be primarily an outside guy. No one's gonna be primarily an inside guy, but we have guys now who can play inside and out with all three of these receivers, which I think
1: makes this question a little bit more difficult to answer. But Nick, I want to go to you. How does he fit in this offense right away? Yeah. And he's a guy that is capable of playing on the inside and outside. I'm sorry. I just smirked over here because I saw him. He caught a ball and got up and just kind of he gave it to one of the DVs like, yeah, I just made that play. And he'd like squeezed by him for, uh, <laughs> for a few extra. And he just mossed that guy. That was impressive. Um, But Anthony Miller, again, this, this offense, a lot of guys can line up in a lot of different uh, places uh, along the field. So I can't tell you in an exact way how Neggy is going to use all of them, but knowing that these guys can play in multiple positions only expands the creativity and the amount of options that negi will have moving forward so it's going to be so much fun to watch maybe again miller's going to line up uh, left side on on the outside next play uh in the slide on the right side it's just versatility moving around moving these pieces only is going to make the defense more confused oh wait he was just on this side he was running this route now he's over here on the exact opposite running a bubble screen or something so We don't. I don't think anyone knows how Negi's going to actually use these guys because, again, these are all versatile players that can play in multiple multiple positions. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's what makes it so fun. I
0: mean, it's it's fun to project. It's fun to think about it. But when we actually get to the nitty-gritty, when we actually get down to training camp, we get to watch this offense live for the first time. Gosh, I'm going to be so tickled because it's going to be like we're watching an actual real NFL offense. And not only that, but a cutting-edge one, right? The spread coast, as we're trying to dub it here over at the Bears Brothers. But... Yeah, this seems like a very strong pick here. Again, this whole offseason, it circles around one man, Mitchell Trubisky. And it's happened the last two picks back to back. James Daniels protecting him. Anthony Miller, another fun, intriguing option for him to play with in the passing game. And don't forget, we have someone like Tariq Cohen, Jordan Howard as well. So this offense went from, okay, we talked about it in January uh, when they hired Nagy, how it would be frivolous of us to say they can do the Rams, right? for go from worse all the way up to first. Not saying they're going to do that, but if they finish in the top five in scoring offense or in the top five in total offense with these playmakers, I'm sorry, but we should have saw it coming because the playmakers that they're building around, especially with a healthy Allen Robinson, it's just going to, It's I don't even know how to put into words. I don't think I've ever had to here in Chicago, which (laughs) is a sad thing, but also it's a very exciting moment. It's it's interesting. B, I want to go to you here. When you're looking at um, Anthony Miller, I want to know there's anything that worries you for say, we talked about the weaknesses, but there's something that worry you or what are your thoughts here?
2: Uh, Ball security. Uh, But like Nick said, uh, that's something that can be coached. Uh, But early on, especially uh, with this offense and we're still trying to figure out all the kinks in Nagy's offense uh, can't really be turning the ball over and helping the other team in that, in that aspect. I think it's a very tough first four games of the schedule uh, and just being able to not help the other team is going to be very, very important. So the turnover thing, regardless of what position you play, uh, is going to be a concern of mine. And that's something that he's going to have to work on and really make a a high priority if he wants to get more snaps, uh, especially early on. I don't think we have to worry about him getting a shortage of snaps, Uh, just looking at his highlight reel. Uh, But he's going to really have to work on that, I think, if he wants to see more than what I think he's going to anticipate getting.
0: Sure. Again, we're going to spread the wealth here. I, I don't have a uh, much worry right. about that. Uh, so when I'm looking here too, what I like that, he's very effective on all three levels and he has the speed and the agility to kind of create some throwing lanes some throwing windows for Trubisky. And how many times did we see it last year where his receivers had gave him nothing. He had zero room to even make a pass, but somehow he did it. Uh, he didn't, he had super tight windows. I think this year it's going to, especially with the scheme, how they're going to scheme guys open. Uh, hit, Trubisky's life is going to get so much easier uh, with all these new playmakers and this offense. But, Nick, I want to go to you in terms of
1: uh, Anthony Miller. What's the one thing that gets you excited uh, about the most? You know, I just saw him uh, actually run, go in motion, run an end around. Again, talking about that versatility, this guy can do a lot of things on this offense. It's not just strictly a receiver. Um, you could put him in motion where he's going to be able to get handoffs like he just did. And, that's what really excites me about him it's just that he's not a one trick pony like I he can line up inside outside uh like I said just go in motion and make diving catches like that that is impressive <laughs> I that's wish I, was watching. Like. I know I, I wish I wish I could show you guys but yeah this guy really has it all and I mean now I'm on to his second game watching it and he's lined up on the outside sets the post up perfectly gets a DB on the outside dives and makes this catch that that gets me excited and what I'm really like, I smirked earlier again, because every time he gets up and the defenders over him kind of just shoves him over, he has that chip on his shoulder again, not receiving any division one scholarships to go and play. And um, I think that really just, you could see that in his game, every catch, he's gonna, he's gonna let you know it. Like you, I beat you on this route. I, you know, I set you up perfectly. And I like that. I like a guy that has a little edge to him, you know, that little like as you guys call me a little diva staz, but you know, I like that a lot about him. He just gets up and lets the defenders know I did better than you. Look at me make plays. I love that.
0: Yeah, no, it's very exciting. You know, he has some serious swag about him and you know, you talked about, he has an edge to him. Well, we said we wanted to go edge next, but maybe he took it the (laughs) wrong way. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. I'm not going to complain with this pick whatsoever, but guys, um, again, we're still kind of analyzing on the fly. We weren't anticipating to go live at this soon after the last show It was legitly like five minutes. It was insane, but I want to know how does this affect the remaining drafts? We went linebacker. We went wide receiver. We have an offensive lineman has to be edged defensive back
2: the end of the last show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying now line. there's nowhere. I don't think you go
1: offense again. You have to go. You
0: have to, you have to, start We to help the
2: defense over. at this point.
1: The thing is, what would you, okay, right now, they you got your guard, or you got your guard center, you got another wide receiver. What else needs to be addressed on this offense for the rest of the draft? Um, we have our tight ends. You obviously have your quarterback. You have your offensive line set. I think the offense is set. Now this draft should turn strictly defense. Give Vic Fangio more weapons to work around, uh, to work with. An edge rusher needs to be a priority moving forward. I mean, obviously, yes, he Miller has the edge, but we need a guy who plays edge, a guy that can, you know, just provide depth for this defense. Obviously, now most likely picking in the fourth round, you're not looking at a guy who's going to be a day one starter. You're just going to look for a guy that hopefully is going to be mixed into, you know, defensive rotation, maybe a situational pass rusher that can rush on third downs or something like that and maybe can be molded into a better player than that. And you never know. You get steals in the draft in the fourth round. Ryan Pace has done that, you know, for the majority of his career here in Chicago. But yeah, edge rusher definitely defense in general just needs to be addressed now moving forward because I think they have the piece on offense, which is strange to say for the Chicago Bears. The Chicago <laughs> Bears have their offense set. That is weird to say.
2: It is. And is. I'm not going to complain. But uh, it's also a good feeling when we still have picks to go in this draft. Yeah, but we have one fourth now. Yeah, but I mean, use that on defense. Uh, I think they get. I think they have to go defense at least twice. Uh, get some depth on the backside of the defense as well. Uh, they need a pass rusher, obviously, whether that's edge, whether that's defensive line. Uh, one of those two that that needs to be addressed in the fourth round. Uh, but I I really think that it's going to be defense the next two at least with some depth out to the to the back of the defense there.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see how it all plans out here, guys. So
1: let's, uh, I
0: think I, got I played some uh, ahead, personal life here. I'm sorry. First,
2: I, perfect. I've been hoping that we can
0: find yeah, some,
1: I got some. So the first, uh, reading an article here and the first play, this is kind of funny. The first play of Anthony Miller's life in football. And he was five years old. Uh, he ended up running the wrong way. So, I mean, <laughs> just to kind of put that out there, but also in this article, um, it talks about obviously him being a, a walk on and not receiving those scholarships, but uh, here I'm gonna just read it uh, verbatim here the former walk on from Christian Brothers is a consensus All American. He's also a 2017 Memphis sports person of the year. So that is I, I, it's not saying as to what
3: that Finally, a bed that senses snoring and automatically responds. Meet the Ergo Smart base from Tempedic, our first system that detects snoring, then automatically adjusts by raising the bed. Get your best sleep all night every night for a limited time save up to $500 on select adjustable mattress sets and experience the deep undisturbed sleep of Tempur-Pedic get full offer details at tempurpedic.com
1: exactly is but I'm, I'm assuming that's his character just off the field as well and i mean obviously you need to have that that character on the field but he's got to be you know someone that's personable someone who's just generally a good person but that that's great to see. And, I mean, knowing that uh, you ran the wrong way to start your football career and now are drafted in the NFL, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it really is. It really is. That's cool. That's really n- that's neat. Uh, that's nifty. There
1: we go. I can use my word. I had to find nifty. a way to throw it out there. Nifty.
0: He also go. has an arm right.
1: tattoo. Or he has an arm sleeve in ter- because he is so passionate about Memphis football, you know, just giving him that opportunity. And after uh, the season wrapped up and before going into the draft, he really got it uh Uh, I guess touched up or he finished the sleeve and on it says the words grind city uh, inked across his bicep, but um, he calls the tattoos, his Memphis sleeve. And again, these, he has this because he's so invested and just is so grateful for his time at Memphis, obviously getting, giving him his opportunity to now play in the NFL. So that's awesome in itself. He's a guy um, where's the quote here. There's only one way to succeed at anything. And that is to give everything. I love that quote. That's, that's something. Quote. That's a great quote to live by. And I'm glad that we have a guy who, you know, his standards are by that. So the, I, he, I know he's going to give everything to the Chicago Bears, just having them select him. So that's really cool. All right. So just in case, uh, oh, let's save someone to scroll back, just in case they missed a quote. What was it one more time? So the quote is, um, and this is etched on the inside of his arm, it's, there's only one way to succeed at anything, and that is to give it everything. Hey, that's kind of what we do here at the Bears Brothers, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, we try to give, we try to give our listeners everything.
0: So. I mean, whatever we do, we do our best at it. We never, you know, go it halfway. We it's all, and that's it all the time. We are here. That's why we could dedicate this entire weekend to the draft. That's why you're here every week after every game. This is what we do here. It is what gets me excited to have a guy just like that. So I'm going to go to Brandon and we're going to play my favorite game. in which I just thought we played like an hour ago, <laughs> worst, case, worst case. And I just flipped a coin and it was heads. So who had heads?
2: Apparently I did if I'm going first. Okay.
0: You got, you got worst case again.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, worst case for Anthony Miller. Um, He just, he doesn't pick up on Matt Nagy's offense and he just doesn't really fit here in Chicago, uh, which would be really unfortunate because he's a guy that's got a, a strong passion for football and be a great guy to continue to have in the locker room for the long term. Uh, from the sounds of it and watching his highlight real different. Someone that I want on the team uh, for as long as we can keep him. Uh, but uh, worst case scenario, if he just really struggles to pick up Matt Nagy's offense, uh, I just don't see him really being in Chicago for all that long and I think that's really the worst case cuz I don't think that uh there's there, I don't think there's very many durability questions uh, so I think it's really just come down whether or not can he pick up this offense in a in a meaningful time frame
0: and uh, can we just put the note out there that you saying that does not mean you believe that will happen you're playing devil's advocate you're saying the worst case that game. is the
2: worst case scenario that happens for Anthony Miller Okay, we want to
0: make
1: sure, because uh, Nick got yep. yelled at for Roquan Smith's worst case Because <laughs> yeah, I proclaimed him to be just an average player when we <laughs> clearly stated what would be the worst case scenario. <sighs> People just need to listen. <laughs> yeah, it's whatever. So anyway, speaking of whatever, Nick, it's your turn. You get best case. You get the good part. Yeah, I do get the good part. So, obviously, he was compared antonio brown and i'm trying to f- find where exactly i think it was the fifth round he was drafted um obviously we got um not anthony miller not in the fifth round but you want to see this guy succeed and i think in this offense he will be able to a guy that's able to route run and be uh to just get himself open when those contested uh 50 50 balls but best case you know this is the compliment to you want to see this to be compliment to Allen robinson so um Number two guy, and obviously, with him maybe playing more in the slot, I would it's tough to say because he's so versatile. But best case scenario, uh, he just balls out and just kind of just takes over, not again necessarily the number one role because that's Allen Robinson, but again, a very good player for Mitch Trubisky to go to when Allen Robinson is covered up. So I don't know, maybe a Pro Bowl or two, maybe three. Yeah, I could keep going on, but I just don't want. I don't want to say anything premature It's because I'm still watching his film. This, we're breaking this down on the fly, but obviously you want to see him succeed and do well in Chicago.
0: Exactly. But yeah, it's interesting when we got Alan Robinson, like, all right, here's an outside guy who can play in. Then we got Taylor Gabriel. He's an inside guy who can play out. And now we have Anthony Miller, who's a kind of a hybrid mix of both. So, again, uh, they talk about all the different aspects of Coach Nagy's offense, and now he has three different players who can play pretty much all those different roles that he wants to put in there, even if it's the zebra, the fabled zebra that we're all excited to see here in Chicago. But, no, it just it's going to make life very difficult. I would even say it's going to make life hell for the NFC North once all these guys get on the same page. There's a reason why the Packers went back-to-back defensive backs in this draft, and the Bears are like, you know what? We're gonna get another receiver too. Good luck, guys. We're gonna we're coming for you. But no, seriously, this pick overall it's very exciting. It's perfect. It upgraded um the camera meredith hole that we were uh, left that we there was that void after his after he left. And on top of that, um again, we were all very down. You can go back and listen to it. We were all very down when he left because we love Cameron Meredith the person, we love him as the player. But right now, Anthony Miller really feels uh, especially with everything we're looking into, like an upgrade. And when that happens, your football team's getting better. And then again, the NFL is a business. The Chicago Bears are running a business of the team that's trying to go win Super Bowls. And sometimes you have to make those hard decisions, like letting the hometown guy who was undrafted work his way up to your number one, who got it unfortunately injured. You have to let him go, but it's okay. He's playing with Drew Brees. Life's good for Cameron Meredith. He's okay as well. All right, guys, I think, it's just time to grade the pick and let's go ahead and bounce out of here again anthony miller i don't think there's anything more we can add to the table that we are haven't really discussed uh so far well we'll, we have some interesting guests coming on next week uh adam johns is one of them spoiler alert uh to kind of talk about these picks just a little bit more so get excited for that but guys while we're here let's go ahead and grade it so right now i think we have not given them anything lower than an a and i'm starting to feel like some homerism is taking place but Damn it! These picks feel like they are eight <laughs> worthy picks, and I'm gonna stick with it here. Anthony Miller, eight worthy pick, a wide receiver who was potentially gonna go in the first round. Someone who Pace must have had a high grade on. Yes, apparently they're trying to trade up for Calvin Ridley, um, but Anthony Miller, you know, was high on their board to go ahead and make such an aggressive move to come get him. Wide receiver as a whole, do we believe edge rusher was a bigger need right now? Yes. But at the same time, we're building this team for the long haul. And if you can get another young wide receiver on this roster to pair with your second year quarterback in Mitchell Trubisky on top of the plethora of moves, they made this offseason to surround him with better, improved talent. You can't go wrong with it. There's just no way you can go wrong with it. You can't have too many good receivers. You can't have too many good. I mean, you can't have too many good anything. So it's okay. We're having a lot of good talent on this. We're stockpiling talent. And it's a great thing to have here in Chicago It's better than having uh, no talent at all. And guys, we went this whole episode and didn't even mention Kevin White. And again, expectations low. Hope you can have hope for him, too. We'll figure out how it all pans out. But just saying there is still another former first round pick on this depth chart as
1: well. Nick, I'm going to go to you. What's your grade? Yeah, I. I I know we've been given A's for all these prospects, and it just seems fitting to give Anthony Miller an A. Again, this is a guy that fills a hole at the position of wide receiver, Cameron Meredith being gone. Very productive at Memphis, can get open, is versatile, can just fits what the Bears are doing on offense. So I think it, it wouldn't be right to give it anything lower than an A. He he just he fits what the Bears want to do, and I think he's going to have success. You would hope he has success. Adds another weapon for Mitch Trubisky. This and you know, now the offense is complete. The offense is complete. You have your guard or, guard or center, whatever James Daniels is going to end up playing. You have your wide receiver. Your offense is now complete. Now it's just about learning the intricacies of Matt Nagy's system and just, you know, perfecting it with constant practice. So, Anthony Miller, I have to give it an A. All right. A for Anthony Miller from Nick. I just want to throw out there. He's talking to the Bears uh,
0: media right now. So we might stay on and share a few things as long as the nuggets kind of keep flying here on my timeline. But he told that he plans to introduce the Bears to, quote unquote, the Memphis grind, which goes to the grinding that you're talking about in his tattoos. Um, And something else, too, that uh, he said that the Bears and him, they didn't have much contact throughout this whole process. He was kind of surprised that they traded up to get him kind of like Trubisky in a way. It was very quiet, very secretive. So maybe the Bears didn't want to tip their hands a little bit of what receivers uh, that they were going to kind of uh, target here early in the draft. Um, Then Miller also said that he's here to uh, prove everybody that passed me up wrong. And I'm excited for that. That right there is the mark of just what kind of chip is on his shoulder. It's large maybe even gigantic, and if that's the case, he's going to be a fun football player to watch. So, Brandon, I'm going to hand it over to you while I'm kind of going to glance over here see if any other quotes kind of come out. But what's your grade on this pick?
2: I want to throw a quote out there that Chip is large and in charge. That's my <laughs> <day>. um, <laughs> no, but I, I was really wanting, because like you said, the, the start your grade, we're giving a lot of A's. Uh, and I was like, well, this is a perfect time to play devil's advocate like I like to do. Uh, But then you really sit back and think about it. Uh, This pick just solidified the offense. It fills the Cameron Meredith hole that we had. And like you said, we went a whole episode even talking about Kevin White because you said the expectations are low. And now that just really adds depth to that wide receiver position and all the the weapons that Trubisky has. Uh, Anthony Miller's got a good highlight, really. He's got a lot of good strengths. uh, Very few weaknesses that I noticed that can't be fixed uh, by coaching. Uh, So you know, you got to give it like an A minus at the very least. Uh, as much as I wanted to give it a B plus just to be the devil's advocate in this one, you can't give it anything lower than an A. I'll give it a B plus. No, I'm giving it an A minus. I mean, this just really solidifies the offense. I think uh, the offense just got a lot, lot scarier uh, with this pick. Just so much depth, so many options to work with. I think this was a very good value pick.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let's think about these options real quick. Let's just kind of put some things together because we just mentioned Kevin White. Say he somehow best case. And again, we're keeping all of our expectations for Kevin White. I want to make sure I preface this very low, very minimal, almost at a zero because that's all we have gotten from him. But what if he comes out 75% of what we ever thought? Okay. You had that Alan Robinson, Taylor Gabriel, uh, Trey Burton, of course, Anthony Miller, Tariq Cohen, Jordan Howard, Adam uh, Mitchell Trubisky, and Ab Shaheen, who can still, I mean, the options are legitly piling upon each other. And it's if somehow they all click, that is scary. And they're all under contract for a while, besides Kevin White. So again, it's scary. It's something where I don't know how we went from in January having nothing. So here we are in the very end of April and somehow we have an offense that seems like it's going to be dangerous and that for bears fans should tell you everything you need to know about Ryan Pace and especially the new head coach and coach Nagy and what kind of vision they have for the future of this franchise. So guys, any final thoughts before we head off here, either on the draft as a whole, where we're going to go next uh, this offense, what, anything I'm going to hand it to Nick first. What do you got?
1: You know, this has been exciting. Uh, you know, we get a arguably a first round talent, James Daniels first, you know, and then right after we're done with that show, we see the Bears trade up and we get Anthony Miller slid the offense. This this was fun. Um, yeah, I think now, like we've said before, defense should be the focal point of this draft. Edge rusher definitely will be addressed. Um, I I'm curious as to which fourth round pick we gave up for that. Was it the one oh five or the one fifteen? I don't know if that's been uh uh brought out into detail yet but yeah defense is definitely moving forward and not football related i'm gonna go see avengers tonight i'm super excited this is gonna be a great night it's a great night already <laughs> yeah it's, it's been a great couple of nights but just real quick we gave up the 105 just to let you know okay yeah well, i mean listen, that, it's, it's, ten, p- it's 10 picks it's
0: 10 uh, picks it's 10 picks we'll see what happens with that i mean first round 10 picks is like a mile and a half. In the fourth <laughs> round, it's like a couple centimeters. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Brandon, over to you. Any final thoughts?
2: I freaking love draft weekend. This has been so much fun. Uh and I'm hoping too that I can see Avengers tonight for what it's worth. Uh so it's just gonna be a very, very good, productive uh draft weekend here.
0: Yeah, it is. All right. So for me, guys, final thoughts. I'm just thinking about this, right? Anthony Miller, he comes to Chicago as a very versatile wide receiver, someone who can play inside. He can play out. He's competitive in all three levels. He can help Trubisky uh, right there immediately in the flat in the short games, maybe over the middle. Uh, Then you're looking at the intermediate and, of course, the deep routes. Nick mentioned, it. I think, the very first words out of his mouth that he can run the entire route tree, which of course, to get you excited, but he's someone who he can make plays with the ball in his hands. He can make plays burning right past the defense. And don't forget how fast Taylor Gabriel is as well. Actually, I want to make sure I pull this up here. Cause I totally forgot. I'm pretty sure. I saw this. Yeah. He was the 110 meter hurdle champion, um, in high school and also a runner up in the long jump. So don't, this is another pace pick with the athleticism, uh, that I, that, uh, he covets oh so much. And I mean, I can see why when you get players like this, but he's someone who should be able to step in right away. Um, even if, I mean, they're going to be playing in three wide receiver sets more times than not. So even if he's not a quote unquote starter, he's going to be on the field more than half of the games, no doubt about it. But he's someone who should contribute. He's someone who in Memphis, he rewrote all the record books. He's someone who is being compared to an Antonio Brown, someone who I see Kendall Wright comparison. I'm trying to ignore that on purpose. But um, he's someone who should definitely come here to Chicago, uh, show people what he said is the Memphis grind. He's a worker. He's a competitor. He's someone who's going to go I mean, He Come here and prove that he, like he said, he wants to prove he's the best wide receiver in the entire draft class. And every single one of you listening better wish that he does exactly that because if he does, he takes this already very good Bears offense that we've compiled throughout free agency. And, of course, with James Daniels just a couple hours ago, to a one that I'm going to start calling dangerous, especially with the potential. We'll see how it all comes together, but the potential is seriously dangerous right now with Anthony Miller. All right guys, so that's going to do it for this episode of The Bears Brothers podcast. Again, Anthony Miller is now a Chicago
3: bear. How personalized can a financial plan be when it's created by one of those Robo advisors? Plugging in standard algorithm to calculate insurance need and future wealth of random human client. Robots don't know you. We do. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting to know you always comes first. Together, we'll create a financial plan based on your specific goals. Find a local Farm Bureau advisor at fbfs.com slash protect. It's your future. Let's protect it.
0: Don't forget to leave us a review over on I, I, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever you want to call it. Only 24 reviews away from getting away a free Bears jersey of your choice. We're going to be back as soon as the Bears are on the clock again. That could be tonight. Nick might not be able to see the Avengers. We'll figure it out, but <laughs> But until next time, bear down Chicago. <laughs>